Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the Buster Show. We have a very special guest today. One of the world's largest, if not the world's largest, Houston Astros fan. Man. DJ, yo. producer, Chase B. Chase B, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, neighbor. What's going on? <laughs> What's We're chilling. Doing? First and foremost, yeah. how do you feel about your Houston Astros right now? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I would come up here and be like, yo, like I'm still confident in it. But yesterday definitely made me a little nervous. <laughs> like it's all, You know, it's natural. You're not supposed to lose game one at home and shit like that. But uh, I think we'll be all right. You know, we've been here before. You know, the series with the Dodgers went to seven. So gotcha. I'm pretty sure we lost game one of that, too. I got I to gotta look, but pretty Maybe. sure we lost game one. Yeah. For those listening, this comes out next Tuesday as mm. of recording it. So okay. we might already know the winner. I might be. Yeah. It could be. So by then would be what, like four games under? Is game like four that? or five. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we'll see. We, we shall see. More importantly, yeah, yeah. how are you feeling about your fantasy basketball team? I feel good, man. So uh, I got Siakam in the second round. And he gave me like 79 points last night. He had like, you know, he's on pace to be Ridiculous. MVP right now. That's what I keep saying. He's on pace to be MVP of the league. That's all I can say. So so Chase and I are in the same. I joined their fantasy basketball league this year. Yeah, yeah. And I'm happy with my team right now. All right. Well, who, did you have anybody last night? And neither? Nobody. Okay. Nobody. Oh, so you haven't seen but anything yet. All right. I had a good trade that went through yesterday. Yeah, I heard. Fucking Adele, man. <laughs> yeah. I acquired Jimmy Butler. Yeah. So I now have the 12th, 13th, and 14th overall picks. Because you had the back-to-back. Yeah. yeah. I had the last pick, which was the first pick in a snake draft. Right. Um, so I got Andre Drummond. Uh-huh. I got Jimmy Butler. And uh-huh. I got Kyrie Irving. Right. As the top three. So Kyrie's tonight against Kyrie's the Timberwolves. Kyrie's tonight. Yeah. Right. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Well, I have Dame tonight. I have a lot of people tonight, but Dame is you know, he's my first pick, so I'm trying to see what he got going on. Who do you think is going to be the best in the league this year, and who do you think is going to be the worst in the league? Uh, as far as what? As in our teams, in our, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, our NBA fantasy. teams. Um, no, NBA no, no, te- in our fantasy. In our fantasy, I think Adele's gonna be the worst just because he makes too many weird ass <laughs> moves. And uh, the best, I think, I'm gonna be the fucking best. Obviously, I like my team a lot. You know? I love the confidence. I got some some moves to make, but you know, for the most part, I like my team. Now, how do yeah. you feel about your NBA team? Oh, uh, the Rockets, man, they're interesting. Uh, preseason was a little bit different from what I expected and shit, just as far as. James and Russ moving the ball, but I think you know when they gel and click and everything, it'll be it'll be just fine. So I'm excited. They don't play until tomorrow though. So. Right. I've yeah. heard a lot of people saying that they don't think that James Harden and Russell Westbrook are going to work together because they both require so many shots on yeah. offense, and they people say they have a lot of ego. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, my thing with that is just like I feel like these two, uh, along with everybody else on the team, have been playing basketball there literally their entire lives. So it's not like you just forget how to pass or forget how to play off the ball when you get to a certain level right. in your career. Where like I feel like, you know, they're both MVPs for a reason. Like, they're smart basketball players that will figure it out. So, obviously, um, you know, I'm not saying James won't average 36 again, but, you know, like, if he wants to shave some points off of his, you know, uh, PPG total, whatever, I feel like, and, you know, and share the, bus with Russ, share the ball with Russ, I feel like it'll be all right. So, you know, we'll see. I'm sure by the middle of the season they'll, all, they'll gel and figure everything out. And they you know. played together too in Oklahoma City. And yeah, exactly. You know, like they're and then their boys and all that type of shit. The chemistry's there. Um, I like Tyson Chandler a lot. I okay. think we needed that, like a veteran Respect. big man. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, like yeah. that. Just a little shit like that. I think the Rockets are like in a really good space. The Rockets are in a great space. Coming from a Knicks fan, yeah, we <laughs> have absolutely nothing going man, for us. So my thing is that I think the Knicks can take the AFC in the East. That's just me. I'm with you on that. Yeah, but that's my. Totally yeah, yeah, like blinded, the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. bias opinion. Yeah, I like. I, I don't like the <laughs> the Knicks roster, but it like I'm looking at it like, yo, this is definitely like a thing. You know, they have like ten. 
pieces that are able to to get this to work. We have te- we have twelve physically able bodies. Yeah, right. How do those come together? We'll see. And you know? we'll find out. It's the East, man. Anything goes in the fucking East. <laughs> Any literally anything goes in the East. Who are your top five players in the NBA right now? Top five in the NBA without KD. Does he count? Uh Let's say no KD since he's out for the since season. Since he's out for the season. Uh, I'm going to say James first. Uh, LeBron, AD, uh, Giannis. That's four, right? And um, number five, who am I missing? Um, Kawhi. Kawhi. Perhaps. Kawhi. Yeah. I, after that postseason shit he just did, yeah, I'm going to go Kawhi. I feel like that's everybody's tough. I don't know who else you would like. For really. the most part. Yeah. I mean, there's order switching, obviously. Yeah. Some people would put like the, the past MVP on there. Did you say Steph in there, though? I didn't put Steph in there. No, I didn't put Steph. So, yeah, I said, what else? Yeah, James. A lot of people would switch James and Steph, I feel like. Right. Steph's my pick for MVP this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. Because yeah, I don't know, man. The oh. last time Steph didn't have KD, he was the first unanimous MVP yeah, in the history yeah. of the NBA. And Steph, believe it or not, in his second back-to-back MVP season, his first back-to-back, but his second MVP season, uh-huh. he finished third in most improved player as well. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. But, uh, yeah, still, I just don't think the record is going to be there. So, I don't know about Steph getting MVP. You don't think the Warriors are going to be up there in, in the West? Nah. I, I think like a five seat. Just because, and then just giving their experience with the playoffs, I don't think that they're going to just go and just bust their ass all season to make sure they get a one seat. I feel like they're going to be like, all right. Let's make the playoffs and then worry about it when right. we get there. You know, like they have that championship experience. So I don't just think they're gunning for a one seed right now. I so. know you drafted Lonzo Ball in fantasy and you're very happy about that. Yeah. Do you have another uh, prediction of who's going to be popping off this year that nobody's expecting? Uh, For fantasy? For fantasy or real life. Um, Usually they go hand in hand. Man, uh, what's a prediction? I got to look at the like a list. Of, I'm, I'm trash at like thinking shit on top of my head. Fair enough. Uh, I'm thinking like... There, I always look at the small market guys or the guys that just switched. So Julius Randle, mm. I mean, Julius Randle is a good pick. I like that a lot. Just because he averaged, like the way I look at it, is he averaged mm. twenty one and nine for the Pelicans yeah. last year. Right. If anyone thinks, and I like, I like to compare. So obviously, mm. I was bummed when we didn't get Zion. Yeah. Uh, there's no way that Zion puts up twenty one and nine in his rookie season. There is a way. You think there's a way? There's a way. I'm not saying he can't do it. There's probably not, but there is a way. Like, he's a fucking freak of nature and shit. He's a beast. He just has to yeah. stay healthy. I don't think so, but I, there is a way. I wouldn't just count it out. But uh, but I'm giving no, 21 Julius, and 9 is like elite, I think Julius is going to do even better than that yeah, because yeah. he's got every shot and a green mm-hmm. light right. at the garden, which at, is. In the East. Out of, right. Mm-hmm. Out of all things in the world to have a green light at the garden is right. a pretty <laughs> good one. <laughs> I like Julius Randle a lot. You know how I like a lot, man? Uh, we haven't even seen play yet in the regular season. My pick, uh, Will Roush actually took him super early, but I like Tyler Hero a, a whole good, lot. Man. I can't wait to see him hoop. He's good. Yeah, I like him a whole lot. So I saw him in Vegas, and mm-hmm. he was cooking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, he's dope. Bro. I just like his attitude. Him and RJ Barrett, I feel like, have the – have the mindset. You know, it just – you know, they got to put the NBA skill level behind it. And um, But I think, I think both of them could be really good as far as rookies go. Are you a college basketball fan at all? I watch it. I'm I'm like I tune in when it gets down to like in March, like February, yeah. March and shit. I can, I can't do the whole. There's so many schools and so many kids and shit. It's too much. Yeah, it's but um, I always try to keep track of who's on like the Longhorns and shit. Uh, naturally, I just feel like um, like Villanova and shit. Those are always like been my schools that I kind of like pay attention to. And shit. I like those two a lot. So you didn't go to Texas, right? Where no, not at all. I went to Howard, and our basketball team was complete ass. So. Did you think about hopping on? Uh oh no hell no I didn't I haven't played basketball like with a referee since probably like 
middle school. I've always really? yeah. I, I was one of those kids that played like every sport. My dad was like that too. So I played. I ran track. That was like my my thing. But uh, I played baseball until I was like fourteen or fifteen. I played soccer until I was like around the same age and shit. I played like every sport. So I was like kind of good at everything and shit. And where was this? Where did you grow up? In Texas. In, in Texas? Yeah, yeah. So with football, I played football too in high school for a little bit. And it was like three a days and it was like 100 degrees outside in like February and shit. And I was like, nah, this isn't what I'm trying to do. And shit. So <laughs> That's when kids pass out. You say, yeah, where It's like you really got to be some psycho to play Texas football. It's like a real thing. Like Friday Night Lights is a very real. They, they're probably like under exaggerating it, like what you see on TV. It, it gets crazy. It's like joining the fucking army for real. Well, Texas high school football stadiums are like actual... Yeah stadium yeah so my my high school i went to the school called high tower high school and at first there was no so like in in each district there's like your landmark high school football stadiums mm-hmm. where like every team will kind of like play around or whatever so there was two there was one call i feel like it was there was mercer stadium which was like in like sugarland and then uh there was like another one a little farther out so they built a brand new one on my high school campus when probably when i was like a freshman it was called hall stadium and that shit literally looks like fucking Michigan State complaining there. Like, it's crazy as fuck. Yeah. There's a track and everything. Like, it's wild. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. In Connecticut, they don't quite have that. Although, <laughs> yeah. one time when I was broadcasting in high school, I went to the stadium and we had a booth. Mm. And that was the oh, craziest <laughs> shit That's ever. That's sick. That's <laughs> we were all going wild. Word. Because every, I mean, like, my high school was just field. It was a yeah, field yeah. and, like, bleachers. But I've seen some of these videos online of these uh, high school stadiums that yeah, literally look like they're bigger than Yankee Stadium. Yeah, no, they're humongous. Like, graduations going on in there, like, all type of shit. It's wild. Yeah, so. Crazy. Yeah. Was your high school any good at sports? Hell yeah. So, uh, and that was the other thing, too. It was not like you could just bounce around from team to team because everyone was so fucking good. I think we went to state in every sport while I was in high school. I think basketball might have went to, like, the semifinal. Not to shit on them or anything, but. I think basketball went to, like, the semis. Uh, I think football went to the, at least the semis. And then we went to state finals the year after I left. And then in uh, in track, we won state twice while I was there. And uh, baseball, I'm not too sure. No, baseball, we weren't really that much of a thing. But, no, every sport in my high school was, like, ridiculous. And then from high school in Texas, you went mm-hmm. to Philly for Howard. No, I went, Howard. To, I went to D.C. for You went yeah, to D.C.? Howard's in D.C., yeah. Gotcha. So I went there. I ran track for, like, a little bit. And I was like, I'm not going to the Olympics. So I just, like, stopped. You thought this. about the – that was a real thought? I mean, it was – it's like, when you run track and then you, you get, like, a D1 scholarship or something, it's, like, it's a possibility in your head. That's and crazy. Then, you get there and you got a d1 the, scholarship for yeah, track? partial partial yeah that's insane i for didn't sure. know that yeah man yeah i was there busting my ass and shit and then uh but running track on the east coast is way different from running track down south what's it's the like difference fucking like in february like i said like in february in texas like you're like outside with your shirt off like running sprints right and on the east coast you're like outside in the snow like running cross country and like indoor track and all yeah. that type of shit so mm-hmm. it's like way it's a way different experience i just didn't enjoy it as much so gotcha gave it up Started DJing and then, uh, yeah, the rest is history. At what point that was what made you start to 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 be interested in music? Uh, uh, was not it, or not was it the that point. I was always interested. It was just I just had way more time. Like you know, being a student athlete, you're fucking. You know, you're up at eight, seven, eight a.m. You're fucking going to class all day. Then you got five o'clock workouts. And, you know, so after that, yeah. I just had a lot more time on my hands to kind of figure out what I wanted to do. And being like an eighteen, nineteen year old kid, it's like. You really don't even know. So I just started like experimenting. Right. I, I started, uh, I had like a radio show in college and shit. And then. That's awesome. Yeah. So I started DJing from there and it's kind of how it worked. So. Speaking of being a student athlete. Thank God friends, I wasn't that fast for real. 
<laughs> or you could have been you saying chase I, no i could not have that was the problem <laughs> maybe not on the east coast <laughs> um off of that our friends over at uninterrupted they just unveiled i'm curious uh, how yeah. you think about this as a student athlete but mm-hmm. uh the new court documents allowing yeah. california athletes to monetize off their own brand yeah what do you think about that that's pretty far i don't see why not man especially like i know they don't do like the video games and shit anymore but i was I always even back then i was kind of curious like yo these kids because they'll just put Nothing. like player number three but it's like your height, weight, face, and shit. You know, it's like oh, it's like your whole shit. So I was always right. curious, like, why don't they get anything from that? Yeah. So I'm just worried about, you know, like just in, in our society in general, like everything's so gimmicky now and shit. So I just don't want these kids to turn into gimmicks to get paid. You know, like I'm gonna dye my hair pink and fucking try to dunk on everybody every time I get the ball, just so I can get my like my likeness up and get right. you know, like I'm I just, gonna wear a Richard Mille and I'm gonna take no, exactly, out a loan yeah. for it. That's really what I'm worried about. I think that's a big reason why they didn't want these college kids to get paid in general, just because like that's now that's the goal. It's like, oh, I'm in college and I can skip a step. Instead of actually getting drafted, I can be in college and do this shit now. Right. And potentially not even have to get drafted because what if I'm just turning this shit into a big-ass reality show and like just be famous here, not get drafted, and just like start my career on YouTube and just like be famous that way. You know, like you don't even- Angelo Ball. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, yeah. it's like I can just stop here instead of, like, actually getting drafted. So That's an interesting point. I haven't yeah. heard that before. Mm-hmm. That That's super valid, though. One of the things that made me really think about it a couple weeks ago is I saw this uh, female gymnast, especially in, like, sports that don't go professional. Right, like exactly. Gymnastics, really. Exactly, like, no, There yeah. isn't a professional sport apart from the Olympics where you don't make money on your own brand until yeah. you become famous or win afterwards. Right. So looking at, I saw this college uh, female gymnast who had a viral video. She got 300 million views. Yeah. was on every news outlet. And then it died because she couldn't make a penny off of her own brand. Damn. That's where I think, you know, it really, mm-hmm. it becomes super cool yeah, yeah, for, for people it. like that. Whereas in basketball, the goal has to be right. to be the best. Yeah, it has to be good, you know. And you shouldn't, like the one thing is I hope that guys don't become ball hogs uh-huh. for that reason. Exactly. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm glad they're, because people have been complaining about this shit for so long, you know. I wouldn't get paid shit for when I was a student athlete, but I know there's a lot that... Uh, when I was in school wanted to get paid something I know that they like went back and they're starting to give kids like small in- like increments of money I don't know like I don't know Trent can say but yeah they're like the NCAA is like giving checks to like athletes from like 10 years ago now and shit. like small little checks but that's pretty cool yeah yeah hey right check shows works. up in the mail it's for a real. check like I haven't bounced a basketball in 10 years and I'm getting paid for this shit right so. like imagine if somebody sent you a check for your track and field career no that would <laughs> right be now it like showed a four fifty cent check like yo like thank you for your contribution to the NCAA bro you're that's amazing. almost disrespectful <laughs> at that point. It's hey, like, man. here's what you contributed to our I'll take it. multi-billion dollar association. 38 cents. Yo, I'll go to Cinnabon with that shit. I'll be all right. <laughs> it all counts. Um, speaking of being at Howard and then starting to DJ, so yeah. really the fact that they had a radio station, you just had a previous interest in music mm-hmm. is kind of what started that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I was like always the one. I downloaded like every fucking mixtape or album, whether I liked it or not. I just wanted to have it. And um, and it pays off now. Like I still have all that music on like hard drives and shit. So all the shit that you like can't download anymore, I still have all that shit. <laughs> what yeah. kind of artists were those? Oh, just random ass. Like yeah, there's so many mixtapes of like, just I feel like everybody that was anything on like that piff and all those like rap mixtapes and mm. shit back then. I have all of that shit. Like it's too much. Do and you this is a giant hard drive where you store it all. Yeah. So like I have a hard drive and then like on my actual like work computer, I'll go and I'll like. Every now and then I have to delete stuff because my computer's too full and it like fucks up my like Serato and shit. But uh, yeah, for the most part I have like I have everything and like 
even like all that rock music and just shit. I just went and just downloaded every fucking mm. whatever came to my mind. I just wanted to have it, you know, whether I liked it or not. And shit. Are you well organized as far as the as far as your digital assets? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I'm like totally locked in. I'm fucking. I have an Apple Watch on right now that's connected to the iPad, which is connected to the. You know, it's like I, I have to. I just like to be like digitally like in sync and shit. So I organize. Agreed. Literally, I, I probably have like. I think seventy thousand songs on my on my like work laptop, Whoa. and uh, I go up through like every six months, and I just go like reorganize them like every just so you know like exactly where to go. And like I said, I'm not good at thinking of shit on the top of my head. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm DJing, I'm not that guy that's like, oh, you know what, this would be fire. Like I want to like see it. It's right. like, oh, this is what I was thinking last week, and you know, so I need so, to have shit like in front so of. So if me. you're doing a club, are you ever scrolling and then oh, yeah. when you see it, yeah, yeah, that's I don't do like I don't do like what? preconceived sets at all. Gotcha. I'll go and I'll, you know, like the first 15 minutes, I'll like go and like fill it out. And then after that, I just start going through my crates and shit and mapping everything out. And so. then do you also base it on kind of the vibe in the room? Yeah, exactly. That's what the first 15 minutes are for. It's like, oh, like gotcha. they didn't dance to this, but they danced to this shit. So it's like, all right, let me go. And, you know. Has there been a song in clubs mm-hmm. that through the time that you've been DJing has yeah. always gotten the people to dance? Uh, Yeah, there's, there's a lot of songs like that. You'd be surprised. Like people are really... Like I feel like now people are so like knowledgeable of what DJs like are and what they should be. And people <laughs> think they are DJs like themselves at right. this point. So I'm like sure. they they like know what they're supposed to hear. So they're they're certain pool DJs. Yeah, yeah, it's all like ox chord fucking <laughs> phenomenons and shit. So yeah, there's all ter- there's all yeah. types of shit. But uh, just like the same fucking there's always gonna be like songs like Be Faithful and like. Even like Hot Nigga by Bobby Schroeder. Like all those, yeah. like they're not going anywhere. Like the work remix, like those aren't going anywhere anytime right. soon. Yeah, those are like classic club songs at this point. That's hilarious. Which is tight, yeah. When you guys are on tour, mm-hmm. what song goes the hardest across the United States? Uh, Trap song? Yeah. Probably, I mean, obviously Sickle Mode. Other than that, uh, you know what? In the United States, definitely Sigma, but overseas, I kind of noticed that Goosebumps was like the one. Really? Yeah. Why do you think that is? I just think it kind of has like more of an international kind of vibe to it. It's a little like darker and like I don't like the ambiance of it. Is I just feel like the the international kids just like it more. I don't know. I, then they always do like that like soccer chant shit before, mm. like while the song like while the intro is playing. So do I got soccer chants. Like you know, oh, like yeah, the oh, yeah, yeah. oh, like they always like get into that for Goosebumps. So <laughs> oh, it, it must be something that like reminds them of like. Their favorite football team. Some like pitch. Whatever. Yeah, the series. Yeah, word. I'm just like, every time. I noticed that, like, especially, like, this past European tour, I was like, yo, I feel like Goosebumps is, like, their biggest shit. So. Did you have a favorite place yeah. you guys performed overseas? Um, fuck. Uh, or I, is there anywhere that you would like to perform at some point in your life at mm-hmm. a club or as, like, an actual set solo uh, or with Trav? Man, I've, I've never been to Brazil. I really want to go to like Rio. I think that'll okay. be tight. I remember we were uh we were together right before I went to Italy and you were saying you hadn't been to Italy before. Never been to Italy. I don't I don't know about performing in Italy. I want to go <laughs> I just I don't to, think that's a vibe. Yeah, I don't think that's a vibe. <laughs> like gondolas and shit. Like I don't think that much fit on gondolas. But uh <laughs> although that would be Yeah, that'd be pretty far. Unreal. Um but yeah, I just want to go to Italy and just like see the shit. But uh yeah, yeah Brazil I think would be fire. It's like a very musical 
I definitely well. recommend don't go. I mean, you can fly into Rome, yeah, but then go to Florence or like yeah, Milan, yeah. like Milan and all that shit. Oh, but definitely don't spend time for like Venice. Well, Venice though, it's super interesting. I think it in the next two months they're not allowing any cruise ships through anymore. Oh, well, it's really like getting like to that point over, damn, forever. So it's gonna be a lot less crowded. But when I was yeah. there, it was a shit show. Yeah, I remember reading about this shit. In like books a long ass time ago, and how like Venice is supposed to sink in like the next ten years, and that was like thirty years ago, yeah. or whatever. And now it's like actually affecting the, it's, the city. Yeah, it's not That's crazy. Be there. It's super crazy. They're gonna have to start transporting the Leonardo da Vinci art. Right. That's out. crazy. Yeah. That's wild. Um, it's actually happening. So. so you just started. I don't know if you'd been doing it before, but you just started yeah. putting out your own music. Yep. Um, what What makes you excited about that? Man, it's just fun just to see people's reactions for real. And it's only been one joint so far. So, but just like even just being in studios and just like playing it for people and shit, like it's fun to just like hear feedback and just seeing like how like the range of music that I like and actually being able to like put that down onto a computer and for an artist to come in and give their, you know, additions to it. I think that shit's just fun, man. Even like I would make an album just for myself and just like keep it. Are you going to? Maybe. Shit, why not? Do it. Yeah. Like only and just especially because I'm a DJ. So I can go and be like, yo, I'm the only person that has this fucking album. I can just go. And just keep my shit and forever and like literally, you know. Now I know people want to like rip shit and put it on SoundCloud, like you know, if you fucking put a voice memo in the club or whatever. But it would be cool to just have like that's your own so little, crazy how that yeah. works. I paid a little bit of attention to yeah. people like modifying SoundCloud, yeah, and then yeah, being yeah. able to monetize off of it. Pretty right. ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah. no, it would be cool to just have like your own little album and just only play it for your friends and shit. That'd be cool. Super sick. And yeah, then maybe. it's crazy with music too. So one of the things that I've noticed with this recent emergence of TikTok, which I've been telling you about, right, right. is uh, is songs go so so much further so, than yeah. the actual three minute thirty mm-hmm. second song. You mm-hmm. know, it's like some of these songs have like six hundred million yeah. loops on one right. Yeah, their purpose is video. to be like twenty seconds long. It's like the song's purpose is to be like perfectly looped onto this tiktok and just yeah. over and so then you like see like mayday or something over yeah, the yeah. top of like some random girl catching a football right. like and now the song is viral yeah and now two billion more people have no, heard the song right that's wild man tiktok so, is some crazy shit but yeah i mean music in general too and that's why i'm sure mm-hmm. it's fun is yeah, there yeah. any better feeling in the world than dropping new music no there's not there's zero maybe maybe dunking i know i haven't dunked yet <laughs> i really want to dunk maybe that might be the best day of my life but it's possible yeah. you just gotta do like a lot of box training for yeah, exactly yeah, yeah like yeah. box jumping and shit it's, it's a thing for sure i want to maybe that'll be like my my new year's resolution is to dunk that's a pretty sick i'm gonna say that today yeah. challenge my new year's resolution is to dunk a goddamn basketball on a 10-foot hoop one a- year from now we're gonna yeah. post a video of chase b dunking a Yo, basketball this could be fucking crazy no too. trampolines in sight yeah yeah <laughs> Nah, even you know, you know, TJ, you know, his whole thing last year was was to dunk. Yeah, and he yeah, yeah. it was fire how he like documented he the whole shit. Yeah, I think that was really tight. Yeah, That's shout out to cool. him. That was dope. Um, where do you want to see yourself in five, ten years? Five, ten years, man. Uh, I want to like obviously putting still putting records out, but I want to like executive produce a lot of okay. a lot of albums and shit. I think that's where I like I really come in handy, just because while I haven't been putting my own music out, I've just met so many good and valuable people uh, along the way, and I just feel like tying all these resources in to help someone else's music could be even more of a thing than my own. Yeah. So that's uh, that mogul mogul level. Yeah. You know, cause I don't even really move like on some type of like, Oh, like you scratch my back. I scratch you. It's just like, right. I really like night, like natural organic relationships. 100%. And shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like when it comes to creating, I feel like that would be like the best way to go about it. So yeah, that's where, that's definitely what I want to do more of. That makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. What has been your favorite thing about being a part of Cactus Jack? Man, it's just, I, I like it because it's so it's so natural. Like it's not 
like there's no one on the on the label that I wouldn't just call and like just talk to about shit. You know, I know there's a lot of shit where it's like, oh, like that person is that type of whatever. You know, like he, we're on the same label, but like he's on his own shit or whatever. Like you know, between me, Trav, Shaq, and Don, like we all, you know, like we call each other. We talk about ball, we talk about music, talk about whatever. You know, like we're all kind of like on the same wavelength when it comes to like, like just being friends and shit. So it definitely is like a big ass community, big ass family. Well, actually, it's not. You know, it's like a small, tight knit. But it feels uh, big. Family. It feels big, <laughs> yeah. But it's actually, yeah, it's just, you know, aside from uh, Don and Sheck, like me, Trav, David, Busy, fucking Easy. You know, we've all been on this journey together for like seven years now. So like, we're like really. It's been seven years. That's yeah, crazy. I mean, it's about to be 2020. Yeah, so it's really, it's been like That's seven years. crazy. Yeah, and Top you know, lives. like not too much has changed as far as like how we operate our business. So, you know, it's dope to just be a part of it. And, yeah, and what you know. you're talking about too with just things being organic. Yeah. It's like if things are organic and everybody's on the same page, right. then you'll grow as much as you exactly. want. Exactly, and we're just all, yeah, like I said, like even just creatively, I feel like we're all on the same kind of tempo right now. Yeah. As far as like putting shit out, whether it's a fucking song or a Reese's box, you know, I feel like everybody's kind of on the same, <laughs> you know, taste level and shit. So it's dope. Yeah, the Reese's box was hilarious. Actually, <laughs> it was fun. How annoying is it? People asking you for shoes. Oh shit! The most annoying, right? Yeah, it, it, it's it's pretty annoying. It just be not like I expect it to happen. You know, like I'm not because if just, it didn't happen, then the shoes would you would then, know that the yeah shoes the shoes aren't is what yeah. So, but it's just the fashion that people ask, and you know, like I'll get a text <laughs> like, "Yo, need all these in the ten. Like you can't even like what's the wrong way to me? ask yeah. and what's the right way to ask? I mean, the right way to ask is like actually talking to me in general as a person when there aren't <laughs> when there isn't a shoe dropping. That would be nice. Day of the shoe drop. Yeah. Yo, what's good, man? Yo, How's me. everything been? Yeah, that's probably the wrong way. You know, I got I like I'll always hold down who needs to like who I know should be held down. <laughs> you know, but when it comes to like people that's just like Will literally just show up and be like, yo, like, I, yo, so you got me? <laughs> show up in your DMs. Yeah, it's like, yo, you got me, right? Like, for real. It's like, is, that no, a, is that a classic line? You got me? Yes. Bro. But people are really have a lot of audacity, man. And I get it. Like, you know, get your shit off or whatever, but just not, I'm just not that type of person. I have no problem. You know, I barely text anyway. I barely text my own family and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not just a big texter like that. So if you text me, ask for some shit, I'm probably not going to get back to you. Are Definitely got to call me. Are you a FaceTime guy? Yes. You FaceTimed on the way in here. I was like, oh, he's FaceTime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I FaceTime and call, man. I feel like you, you can ask anybody. Uh, ask Angie, anybody. Like, literally, I will be on the phone while I'm doing nothing. He's just like, <laughs> I just, I, I, like, we're going to text anyway, so we might as well right. just get this shit off. You, you know? can bang a 45-minute text conversation out yeah. in 45 in seconds. In 45 seconds, On man. a phone call. I don't text. That shit's weird, man. It's not weird. It's just like, I just, I can't, like, that's just <laughs> another thing you got to think about. Just call me, man. I'm right here. The phone works the same way. Yeah, right. So I'm just big on calls and shit like that. There, one of my favorite comedy specials of all time was Jerry Seinfeld on phone calling. Mm-hmm. And he was he was going off about how people ask, like, you there? Like, when they call you. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I've been here. Right. And I'm here. Yeah, what do you want? Yo, Seinfeld's <laughs> I want some time. shoes, man. <laughs> right. Yeah, there it is. It's like, oh, since you call. Yeah, I got you, bro. Yeah, that's all you had to do was call me once. What are your favorite uh, technologies that you use in your house on a daily basis? Favorite technologies? That's a good question. You have your Apple Watch on. You Mm -hmm. got the iPhone 11. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sure you use probably Mac laptop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Obviously, I still use, like my DJ setup is is very... Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) Are you PS? I'm PS for sure. Yeah, yeah, PS. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have any other cool shit in my house. 
My mom bought me one of those Google Home shits. I haven't set it up yet, though. I want yeah, to. Yeah, I have one. Because when I signed up for like a Verizon or whatever it was, they yeah. just sent me one. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, all right, it's You're here right. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never set it up, though. It's my new best friend I can talk to. <laughs> uh, you know, I like Sonos, man. Sonos great. If you're listening, Sonos, I really like you guys. Maybe you're listening on <laughs> Sonos through Sonos. Sure. But no, no, I like Sonos a lot just because like you can fucking literally just have that. Like you know, my apartment, you know, New York apartments are only so big, but mm -hmm. I probably have like seven of them shits. Like just every corner of every little crevice, I need to hear like everything all the time and shit. Do you not like silence? I feel I, like you're the type of guy that wouldn't man, like silence. When I'm at home, I don't like silence, but when I'm traveling, I don't listen to shit. Really? I don't listen to it. Yeah, I'll be on the plane. I'll put my headphones in and I just won't even press play on anything. Because I feel like you hear music so much and shit and just being out. You hear music so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just like from like the club to wherever and to the studio. And like I feel like the plane is probably like the, one of the only places where you can like not listen. It's like I just want it just to be quiet and like get my thoughts off and shit or whatever. And then you land and go to work. It's back Do you to like music. planes for that? Yeah, yeah, I love planes for that. That's like my place to actually go and just be like yo my phone you literally can't like you know if there's no wi-fi like you can't call me or text me right now like, like nobody can air. ask me for right shoes yeah, while like, I'm in the air. literally i was like <laughs> especially new york to la it's like all right here's six hours for yeah. you to just shut the fuck up like everyone just be quiet for these six hours and i can just be like yo i was on the plane like my bad bro I was, I was really fine. good excuse like that's a great a excuse proper excuse yeah sleeping is the second best one yeah exactly oh, man i was asleep on the plane Just double whammy i was asleep and i was in the forget plane. about oh, it word. Yeah, what are they gonna getting, say in response to that exactly not getting through to that so man i called you five times i was on airplane uh, mode word. Asleep <laughs> on an airplane exactly for real yeah so uh, no nah, yeah i i like silence a little bit you know, but yeah, that's not at home. I just like hearing music out the house and shit. What's your weekly sneaker rotation and how much does it fluctuate from a week to week basis? Man, it should fluctuate a lot more. I have a lot of shoes that I don't wear I, and I want to. That's why the big reason I had to get those like clear shoe boxes and shit. Cause when yeah. they're in the boxes, you like forget like which ones is which. But um, I wear the travel ones a lot, the brown ones. I wear, I think the unions are amazing, both the navy blue and the black pair. I wear uh, I wear threes a lot, like white cement threes, true blue three. I only work like I only DJ in threes. That's like mm. a thing. Yeah, it's like a that's fun a fact. thing. Yeah, it's a fun fact. Every time I go to work, I'll have threes on. Literally, really? literally. When did that time. start and why? Uh, probably started like three years ago, and I don't know. They just kind of they're like comfortable, and it's like I feel like when people see me now, like they kind of expect me to have on some type of like good shit like i can't just come in like some like weird like weak shit and i feel like threes are like respectable enough to be like oh like he came in the threes or whatever and they're like still comfortable and i just feel like they look good with most of the shit i wear to work so yeah so yeah it's been like three years of me like three and three or whatever but yeah it's been like three years of me only wearing threes to work like exclusively for gotcha yeah Super interesting. I've I've thought about this a bunch the last couple of months for artists in particular. Like, there's mm -hmm. a lot of jumping and moving around yeah, on yeah. stage. It's a workout in and itself. So mm -hmm. comfort has to be. Yeah. Like, I don't understand when I see artists that are, like, especially female artists, wearing heels yeah. on stage. Like, oh, word. How that's just crazy. Is this happening? Yeah. Shit. Me and Beyonce are in, like opposite boats because me, it's a lot of standing, like and not moving and <laughs> shit. Right. Especially like in Vegas, doing like four hour sets or something. It's like. But you are standing. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's right. just, I'm not like dancing, but it's just, like literally, that's I'm just true. sitting there standing up. For, You're like, not twerking on stage. Not doing that. There's a lot of <laughs> DJs that are now, but um, <laughs> really, yeah, it's it's just yo gimmicks, man. That's what we're talking about. 2019, 2020 is, you know, be famous. Should the goal means. should the goal be less gimmicks? I think the, so for everybody out there. I think so, but you know, I'm get your you money, man. That. Get your money. That's all I got to say. But then again, if you can do it in like an organic, authentic way, yeah. Granted, it might be over a longer period of time. Yeah. It'll come across better and it'll last longer. Right. And just because it's a gimmick to me doesn't mean it's actually a gimmick. You know, like maybe you genuinely feel like you want to like just fucking wild out and, you know, like whatever the hell, you know, maybe that's like honestly what you feel like doing. So what are mm. some crazy things? I'm you pretty s- boring. You, you, s- you spent a bunch of time at clubs, obviously, from from working. Yeah. What are some crazy things you've seen go down at clubs? Yo, tons of shit. Yo, it's literally like... It, Honestly, just people like I don't even know, man. It, there's a lot of weird shit. People passing out and throwing up and all type of wild, getting kicked out. Yeah, bouncers like literally like picking niggas. Up. It's wild, though. I've seen a lot of weird shit. That really? Club. Yeah, yeah. For, probably too much, especially in Vegas. People are crazy. Yeah, leaving the club in Vegas is probably the wildest shit. When really? you're like leaving the club at like five in the morning. And, in Vegas, in particular. Yeah, there's some dark shit going on out there. <laughs> yeah, I stay away from all that though. I'm hosting. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah. A, I'm a good kid. What's your What's your favorite city to DJ in? Man, I like Vegas a lot. I like Vegas. I like here. It's a big reason why I still live here. Um, Vegas here. Miami's cool. It has its moments. And Paris. Paris is dope. There's a lot of energy in Paris. And London, too. We had a moment on, on Sunday, a couple of friends of ours, where we were trashing the West Coast because they <laughs> messed up our fantasy basketball draft. Oh, shit. Because oh, they yeah, exactly. yeah, it yeah. for the wrong time. Uh, <laughs> and it made me even less of a fan of the West Coast. Team West Coast, man. <laughs> you got to get it together. <laughs> our fantasy leagues really come together, though. Yeah. No, there, there were a couple things in the group chat today that today, were highly yeah. questionable. Yeah, so. We thought that there were a certain amount of roster spots. Turns right. out there are, more. there are more. We found out that you can only play a minimum games in a s- specific week, right. which was only disclosed by the two commissioners right which is also another questionable move big fuck up big (laughs) fuck up and adding the two roster spots takes away from two of the (laughs) 60 moves that we can make this year literally so so now we're all down to 58 yeah which is bullshit so (laughs) we're getting it together oh this i feel like we're just taking the league a lot more seriously this year so i think that's why like all these all these discrepancies are happening because people actually really give a fuck yeah last year they probably were the same mistakes when it came to setting up the league but people just kind of didn't notice or just didn't feel the need to speak up you know i feel like now people are really gunning and that money went up so people want the bread that money went up 10x that's crazy (laughs) crazy need that yeah people are people are gonna be going off although if there was streaming bro people would be replaced for those who don't know what streaming is it's when you replace a player you add a player to your lineup any given day right terrible just for more games and shit i would have won last year if it wasn't for streaming man Really? I would have won. <laughs> you upset about that? Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not as upset as I would be this year <laughs> right, with fucking right. ten times more bread. But right. <laughs> but no, nah, I should have won last year. So that's funny. And I made nine moves last year. I didn't. I didn't like go and like. Oh, look, this guy's try. I only made nine moves, and I made it deep into the playoffs. But streaming got me. So who was the dude that held it down for you fantasy last year? Cat, Cat, oh, and Paul George were like they were just ridiculous last year. And I wanted. There was a couple more. Um, I picked up like Macau Bridges late last year, and mm-hmm. he did really well. Uh, there was a, there was a couple. I got to see my roster from like, like I said, I'm trash at picking shit. I'm but I know Cat and Paul George were 
going ridiculous. So that's fine. Shout out to them for holding it down. Where? What's your favorite basketball court in the United States? In the United States, uh, man, could be NBA court, could be streetball court, could be a gym, could be Chelsea Piers, like whatever. Yeah, favorite to play at is probably from where I play at is probably the Equinox on 61st. That's I, a good one. Because you got the double courts. There's double courts and it's super organized. Like it's not like the, they'll have like the dude that runs the gym in there like literally setting up <laughs> four games in advance. You know, like it's not some bullshit we're like, oh you got next like you got five it's like, oh yeah, two of them are playing right now and then uh, one of them's on the way. It's like no nigga, like the five people that are on the sideline is who you're playing with, you know? So they're really good at that. At they have a dude with a clipboard who's exactly. paid to right. manage the games there. That's fine. I think that's necessary, especially Super. when people at like some shit like Equinox when people are like paying their rent to like play there and shit. I think that's pretty important. You know, literally. Like, and it, it just keeps everything even. It's like, all right, like obviously you're gonna want to pick up the five best niggas on the court yeah. or whatever. So uh, I like I like playing there a lot, especially like Sunday morning runs are really good there. Mm. Um, Chelsea Pierce is cool just because we live down the street. So hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, but. Uh, I, I've always been a fan of West Forth just because it was always in like movies and shit. It's a classic. It's just classic. Although the competition gets physical, yeah, very, which is dangerous very. when outdoor you need to be I'm standing pl- for yeah. a living. Right, exactly. Yeah, I don't really play outdoor for real. Um, and then you know, other court is cool. That court outside, right across from uh, the Toyota Center in Houston, it's like it kind of goes down into like this little like bunker looking shit. I've never actually been to Houston. Oh, where? Oh, you got to see it. I'm sure you'll probably end up there at some point this year, but. uh Maybe for the NBA Finals or something, but uh, small nah. flex. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, there's a um, there's like this little court right across the street from Toyota Center. It's like a little bunker, and there's always kids out there hooping and shit. It's maybe tight. I have seen that in where where would I have seen that? Maybe in like a 2K loading screen, or uh, maybe, something yeah. like that. It probably is. It's literally right across the street. So I know Seattle has a lot of cool courts too. I, Seattle I gotta, needs a team back. You're right. That'd be fine. If you could add a team anywhere, where would you add? Seattle. Yeah. Seattle. Yeah. St. Louis is another city that obviously. Oh, that's a good one. A mm. great sports fan base, right. but no basketball team. They've, well, they used to have who the. Did St. Louis? Who they used to have? Did they ever? Think. Did they ever have the Jazz? They might have had a team. That sounds kind of right. Yeah. Um, I know there have been a lot of teams like. I feel like that makes sense because it's like the Blues and the Jazz. I'm about to look it up right now. Because Vancouver's team, they went to Memphis. Right. Uh, Oklahoma City's team, obviously, was from Seattle. Uh, the Golden State Warriors. I'm not sure if they were the Philadelphia Warriors and that they moved out there. Yeah. What was the or it was two separate teams that just took the name. Hold on. Justin, do you have my Saint, phone over there? They had the St. Louis Bombers. Oh, here it is. That's kind of. That wouldn't really fly these days. St. Louis Bombers? Yeah. No. <laughs> they had the If the Devil Rays don't pass, right, the St. Yeah, Louis yeah. Bombers. All right, so in 1949, 1949 they had the St. Louis Bombers. And in 1955 they had the St. Louis Hawks. Okay. The St. Louis Hawks. So yeah, not the Jazz, but If you could name a team right now, what what would you go with? Man, it would be All right, we'll we'll keep it in in St. Louis. Cactus Jack. Right. That would be insane. Mm, that's a good question. It would be the... What's a, what's like a good food city? The New Orleans? Definitely not Pelicans. Pelicans is yeah, terrible. Exactly. All right, so we're going to change I was never a name. fan. Hornets is dope, though. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't understand why they switch that. We'll, we'll go with the New Orleans crawfish. <laughs> that's, that's very my, that's, that's very local. That's my team name. <laughs> <laughs> I was down there for uh for Mardi Gras this past year. Yeah. I should not have. <laughs> oh, it was crazy, right? Rowdy. Yeah, that shit's wild. 
Yeah, I've been there. I've been there like probably twice in my lifetime. And yeah, I don't really have any interest in, go, in going back. It's crazy. <laughs> nah. Yeah, it's a mess. You guys were just down there for Wayne's Festival, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was yeah. crazy for that, too. It was mad bugs and shit. It was wild. Really? Yeah, that bayou shit is crazy. A lot of huge ass bugs. Yeah, that's difficult. We were talking yeah. about best guys in the court. Who do you think mm-hmm. wins MVP this year? Who do I think wins MVP? Uh, honestly, I think LeBron. Really? If, if he can figure it out. I just, just because like, of. You got Bron looking at you right behind you. Is that right? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's my pick, man. Uh, yeah, I can see LeBron. I can see. I can honestly see James just coming back and getting it again. If we were talking about James last year, which is super, which you made some valid points on this. How yeah. James two years ago had far worse stats than he had last year, right? Yeah, because it was back to back years. They mm-hmm. wanted to give it to somebody else. Yeah, propaganda, man. Edge. That's fucked up. Yeah, I don't agree with that at all. No, no, no shade to, to Giannis, but it's just like <laughs> obviously, like look at these numbers, like. 50-point triple-double, 60-point triple-double in the same season, mm. averaging 36, what, like 5-6 and six or 6-7 six and yeah. seven a game? It's like... So our our sponsor for this podcast is a company called Playline, uh-huh. and their whole thing is guessing like stats and whatnot. So Morn, our, our, our sponsor for the podcast, Playline, it's actually the first sponsor we've ever had on the podcast, and the reason I wanted to work with them was because they have this crazy game. First off, they're, they're Toronto-based, and I love Toronto, but second... Uh, they have this really, really cool game where every single night you can win a million dollars by guessing three NBA players' stats. So the biggest three players of the night for the most part. You guess their stats, points, rebounds, and assists. You get them all right, you win a million dollars. Sounds simple enough. Better than that, all you have to do is enter a game called Beat Buster on Playline.com. And if you beat me, you're entered to win uh, one of a ton of prizes. So like last week, for example, I think I have it on my phone. Let me find it. Uh, we had a kid named Ryan Shepard from Denver who won an Xbox One. He didn't guess all the players' stats correctly. He just guessed them better than I did. Um, so anybody that, that guesses their stats for each week in the Beat Buster Challenge on Playline.com uh, gets entered to win a cool prize in addition to being entered to win a million dollars. So all you have to do to actually play in it is go to Playline.com, put in $5 the cost of a cup of coffee, um, and coffee's bad for you anyways. I don't drink coffee. Caffeine's bad. But what you have to do is you have to do that. And then they put in 25 free dollars when you use the promo code, my promo code, Buster. So all you have to do is type in B-U-S-T-E-R on the Playland.com site when you do it. And you, you get a free $25 when you put in a cup of coffee. So sounds pretty good to me. I hope you can, uh, I hope you can win. I don't hope you can beat me, but most of you will probably beat me and then be entered to win a cool prize. And every week on the podcast, we're going to announce the winner of the previous week's prize. So that's that. Check it out, playline.com. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. What do you yeah. think James puts up this year? What is the average? Yeah. I'm going to say 32. 32? I'm going to say 32. What did you put up last year, 36? 36 was last year. Which is ridiculous, bro. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Those are some NJ prime. To go out every night and put up thirty six. And he played most of his games. Played like he missed probably like a week and a half, two week and a half weeks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Easily my favorite player in the league. He he just makes basketball look so fun, man. Not just because obviously our relationship or whatever, but he makes basketball look so fucking fun. Mm. You know. To just go out and just score on anybody at any yeah. that's just fire. <laughs> so fire. Yeah. He's gotta be feeling amazing. Yeah, literally when like, he goes to bed every yeah, night after torching 
12 different guys that came to his city right. to try to beat him. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I lo- even like with this whole new like one leg shot shit he's doing, it's just like... How do you feel about it? You like that? I just I like it as as an artist. <laughs> we saw your other fantasy basketball player attempt that last night, Lonzo Ball. But Lonzo tried it, right? <laughs> and that's that's why I like it is because it's like, it's like, let's all do it now. It's innovative. It's innovative. And it just I feel like as an artist and as a, as a professional, I feel like that's the goal is to like push it forward and... You know, like James obviously has put in his 10,000 hours of, you know, like perfection. And now it's like, since I mastered my craft, it's like now that's when you start to innovate it. So I feel like that's where he's at right now. It's like, I've already dropped 36 on everyone. So (laughs) now I'm just going to shoot off one fucking leg because y'all can't hold me. Yeah. Wait till they have the four point shot. Mm. Is that really going to happen? We'll see. That'd be crazy. I don't don't really like that. Neither do I. I Because I think like. In, in in retrospect, obviously they should have added the three point line far earlier, but mm-hmm. it's just you know the game progresses and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But then you look at how it affects statistics. Like a lot of these legends that we look at, it's like oh yeah, they they only had like Will Chamberlain only had X points. Not that Wilt would be popping threes, although yeah, yeah. in twenty twenty he probably would be. Yeah right. Um, you know a lot of these guys' statistics are heavily impacted, but we put them on the same lists. You yeah. Know? Like just as like a statistics guy that's like interested in that side of the sport mm-hmm. too, it's super you know shitty when they switch yeah. up the stats i don't even want to see the court look like that it would be like yo honestly it's it's over it's just turned into an arcade you know did you see what they added last night with the it's it, not on the actual court but the adding a shot line? clock oh. in the middle of the free throw line oh really i didn't even yeah, see that so crazy that's crazy no they, i saw the coach challenge shit i see the coach uh, challenges also yeah, I'll feel, i feel like that's almost necessary yeah um, definitely in the playoffs that'll come in one a game so yeah. and if you get it right you keep it same rules like tennis mm-hmm. so i think yeah. that's interesting or i don't see the shot clock shit though that's great they just want everything to speed up yeah every sport every sport yeah baseball especially right even pitching has a shot clock basically now like they have that clock on the side that, between pitches and shit. how well, if you were in charge of major league baseball what would you do to get kids back interested in baseball uh man i would i feel like it's really on I don't know. It, it, obviously, I feel like stuff is like social media driven. So I just 100%. they just got to get the players more involved with like what's actually happening. Yeah. You know, as far as like even music or just like like I feel like baseball players are like never in like commercials. I just I would just like really just try to instigate players getting more involved in like pop culture and shit like that. Because I feel like Derek Jeter was like the only one for like and he did it outside of social media. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, but even like you know, with the whole, I know the everybody was on like roids and shit, but like I feel like baseball was fire when it was like Super. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa just like jacking fifty home runs a year. You know, that's when baseball was like at its peak. I they like. should have. Uh, I saw. I saw somebody sent this to me a little while ago. There should be yeah. uh, an Olympic event mm-hmm. where you can take as many drugs as you want. It's like <laughs> fuck it. Let's see how high a just, human really can jump. Work. That'd be crazy. <laughs> just performance enhancing is the sport now. Home run derby where everyone's allowed to take steroids a year right. in advance. That'd be crazy. It would be it would do better ratings wise right. than the actual sports themselves. For sure. I do feel like baseball is kind of on an incline. Could you imagine long jump with people who are taking drugs beforehand? Right. Like Just jumping thirty foot long jumps. Weightlifting, like right. bro. The performance enhancing Olympics. That'd be crazy. That would be sick. That'd be tight. Um so you have the Houston Rockets winning it all this year. I mean you can't yep. really say anything different. Sure do. Who do you have out of the East? Uh Philly. That Al Horford shit is pretty crazy. I think that they're going to make that work. And they're all like, I don't see anyone like trying to be too selfish. You know, like Ben Simmons is a pass addict. And so is Al Horford. I feel like he's like really selfless when it comes to basketball. Yeah. Tobias Harris isn't just out for self either, you know. 
Yeah, just got a $170 million dollar deal. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> so he's sharing <laughs> no, the wealth, you know what no I'm saying? No biggie. Yeah, yeah. So, no, nah, I like I like Philly. And uh, who else is out there? They got, obviously, the Bucks. And who's, like, the third favorite? Uh, in the East? Yeah. I mean, Brooklyn will win it all next year, in my opinion. Next year, yeah. But this year, third yeah. favorite in the East I still East like this year. Brooklyn probably has some of my favorite players in the league right now. They got Kyrie. They got I like Spencer a lot, and I love Spencer's Paris. the man. Those are, my, those are probably like three of my top ten favorite guards in the really? league. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> I like how all of them play. Like who, are, who are some of your favorite players overall? Uh, obviously, James. Um, uh, Kemba. I like really shifty guards. That's like my thing. You know, like especially like shorter guys because yeah, they probably like, like guys that mimic your game. Exactly, yeah. Like give me hope. That, like I like the smallest guys. That's on the why court. big men don't sell as many jerseys. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I like really like shit. I like Damian Lillard a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like really shifty guards with like good mid range pull ups and shit. That's like my. Uh, yeah. yeah, seven footers aren't as relatable for us. Yeah, yeah. Under. <laughs> Even though KD does play like he's fucking six foot tall, which is why KD's yeah. debatably the greatest in the world when he's healthy. Right. Yeah. But no, I like Brooklyn. I can't wait to, and you know, I like De'Aaron Fox a whole lot, and he's from Houston too. I didn't know he was from Houston. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. He's the fastest like player in exactly. a minute. And running track, that's like you know what I'm saying. I, 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 I admire that. So you respect it. What do you think yeah. the biggest thing you've learned from being around James is? Uh, from being around James, man, is that is that man like it's when it's time to like focus, it's time to focus. You know, like me and James had a lot of good times or whatever, but. He literally will sit you down and be like, "Yo, like this is my plan right here," and he'll do it. You know, like you know, I texted him fucking uh, the the day before the the Garden game last year, and I was like, "Bro, I'm not gonna lie, you might have to drop a hundred, bro, in the Garden," because he had just did the fucking. Uh, I feel like what game was before? I feel like he was on like a streak of like forty points a game, yeah. like forty forty five points. Some Kobe stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Bro, I was like, you might as well just drop a hundred, bro. You might as well just go for it." And he literally came out. In that first quarter of the garden, it was just jacking every and making everything, bro. I was like, "What the f-? like? These niggas really." I remember, I was just at that puts game his mind too. Some shit. Yeah, yeah. Adele and I were at that game together. Oh, it was we're so funny. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, nah, that shit was amazing, bro. So, what do you end up putting up? 59, 60? 60, Yeah, I think he got to sixty. Yeah. Crazy enough, when I was younger, I used to only go to like four or five Knicks games a year when I was yeah. lucky because I lived in Connecticut too. And one of the games was Melo sixty two. Yeah, and that was the. Craziest. That's fire. Yeah. I like Melo a lot too, man. I really hope everything works out for Melo. He's a good guy. You think he should be in the league right now? Yeah, of course. Yeah. What the fuck? It's just you know I know his his, the spot. his situation is so delicate. You know um, that I know a lot of owners don't want to like deal with it or whatever. But Melo, man, you got yeah. I used to wear my fucking uh, Syracuse Melo jersey in fucking high school all the time. Really? Bro. Yeah, I was a huge Melo fan. That was a fashion fashion forward choice. Yeah. Or I guess <laughs> shit. I didn't have anything else. So I just wear that orange ass jersey all the time. <laughs> I was a huge Melo fan, bro. Still am for sure. Yeah. Yeah, New York legend. Right. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame 100%. He's 100%. the most successful Olympic basketball player of all Ever. time. Yeah, yeah, Gold medal-wise. Yeah, and he's just a dope hooper, man. Like, he's another one that's, you know, he's just like a, one of the ISO gods to ever play in the NBA. You know, like, he can face up and score on anybody. So, I, you know, I really like that yeah. about his game. You talked about James, like, sitting down and locking in on something. Mm-hmm. He'll tell you exactly what he's going to do and then go out and do it? Of course, yeah. You know, of course, man. That nigga... He's just that good offensively, you it's know. Crazy. And I don't like when people say he doesn't play defense because it's like, bro. So I got to drop sixty point dribble double, and what you want me to have six steals on top of that, and and lock up Four Kawhi blocks. Leonard? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yo, because he's gonna be guarding the best player on the yeah. other team. So and, and he does a good job home. at that. It's just you know, obviously there's some plays where it's just like, yo, like I got to take the ball up next time, like, and he might look like he like slack off mm-hmm. or whatever. But 
do you have your own ways of like locking in on something when you know you have to focus on like a gig or a club or something how do you go about that i have like the opposite of add for real it's like if i tell myself i'm gonna do something i can easily just be like all right this is the only thing i'm doing that's why i'm such like a big video game kid and shit like that like i remember like when i first started playing fifa and shit i was i was trash i was like super ass and i was just like yo I'm about to get nice at this shit. You locked in on your feet. And I just game. locked into my feet. And now I'm like fucking won like all the division one championships, all that type of really? shit. Really? Hell yeah. So like when I, even with DJing, <laughs> that was like a big thing. It was like, cause you know, I started out like hosting shit when I was in school. And, um, like party type hosting or just everything. I would host like clubs and shit. Uh, when I was too young, they used to take my ID like at the door so I couldn't drink and shit. And I would like be in the club, like next to the DJ, like, you know, doing like host shit, shouting out people's birthdays, all that bullshit, whatever. And then, um, <laughs> And then at, at uh like when we'd have like concerts and shit come to town, I would be like the MC for the concert, be like, all right, like introduce like all the acts and shit like that. Yeah. And then um I was like, yo, like I want to DJ as well, like on top of this shit. So uh when I first started, I was terrible. I was just trash. Like I just thought it was way when easier. You first start DJing? Yeah, I was trash. What do you and, think was the problem? Uh, just I just think naturally it's just like DJing just isn't as easy as people. Like, well, good DJing isn't as easy, you know, like with transitions and just knowing, like DJing for an hour and a half is hard enough, you know, but you know, even longer than that is even harder. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was just something I just had to like sit down and just focus on. I just needed to get more music and mm. just all that type of shit. So I just literally for like a good year, I stopped hosting shit and I just, you know, sat down and just locked in and practiced for like nine hours a day, like literally probably like nine hours a day. Until, you know, I feel like I was good enough to DJ in public again. When I first started DJing, because everybody knew me already from, like, being, like, the host and, like, the fun guy or whatever. So when I started DJing and I was trash, it was like, oh, like, Chase, he should just stick to DJing. I mean, stick to hosting. Like, he's trash. Like, you know, like, whatever. So I took a lot of that, and then I just got better. And, then, you know, at least now at least like, this. That's the real way to do yeah. anything. Exactly. Instead you know? of, like, twerking and going viral yeah. and then having to quickly, like, race to master skill sets exactly exactly like yeah, yeah. when you get put on the spot and shit giving yourself the time yeah you know i did the same thing with producing too it was like when i got to a point where i felt like djing was only gonna take me like so far i was like yo i was like real the real shit is like putting out hit songs and you know and touring that way and whatever so i was like you know djing these clubs i know how to do that obviously like mm-hmm. i feel like i've mastered that so um like the end of last year begin yeah like the beginning of this year I probably took like a good six months off of. I was like no clubs until I put my first song out. So I just sat down. Really, you yeah, took yeah. six months off mm-hmm. this past year? Probably like from November to like March. What is that? That's like five months. Yeah, that's locking in. Yeah, yeah, that's so what that is. Literally, yeah. No, I told. I was like, I was like, I'm not even going to. I'm not stepping foot in the club until you know I can figure this out. So wow. Yeah, I just I just sat down and just made beats for every day for six months until uh until yeah until May Day happened for real. So. And I needed all those beats. It's not like Mayday was like a thing. It was like, you know, we were in a session, me, Thug, and Shaq were on a session. And it's not like I was like, yo, I have this song called Mayday. I want you to rap on it. It was like, all right, here's a list of like every beat I've ever made. So hopefully you like one of these shits and we can make a song. So uh, And yeah, then so. did you play them through and they picked that one? Yeah. It's actually a crazy story. I played like mad beats and my computer like shut down. They like, it did like an automatic software update because obviously being such a head ass, I like all my shit to update like as as soon right. as I can. So like in the middle of me playing beats, my fucking computer <laughs> shuts down. So do you have it set to automatically update when the updates come out? Yeah. And Brutal. so that that you know, most uh producers use FL, which is uh it's on Macs now, but it's mostly, you know, primarily for PCs and shit. Gotcha. 
So I don't just use a PC. So I don't really know like all the settings and you know, all that type of shit in there. Like I would a MacBook. So, um, so when I'm playing the beats, I, I obviously would have turned the shit off if I knew right. that it would just in. Cause you know on the MacBook it'll be like remind me later or whatever. Yep. PC Click it didn't snooze. do. Yeah, yeah. On the PC it's just like yo, it's I'm ready to update. So I'm playing a beat and my shit just goes black. I'm just like oh fuck. And so I'm about to leave. Like it's probably like three hours later. I'm like yo, like my shit was still. What updating. time in the morning was this? It's probably like five thirty in the morning. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, you know what? I'm gonna just get out of here. Like, my day is over. Like, I'm the worst producer ever. Like, my computer fucking shut down in front of everybody and all that sort of shit. So I'm about to leave, and and Thug's like, "Yo, he's like, no, nah, where you going? Like, he's like, let me know what you want me to do. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. So my shit had just finished, got back to 100, percent loaded back up. The next beat I played was the Mayday beat. So I was like, all right, good thing I stayed here. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if I didn't have all those beats, that would have never happened. You know. So you can't just go in there with like one idea and just kind of expecting it to work so super interesting did you yeah. know that you wanted that combo of Sheck and thug uh not at all nah that was thug's idea 100 percent. was, was Sheck in the room then yeah so while while thug was recording his verse Sheck walked in and then mm. uh we needed like an intro and then thug was like yo you got something and then Sheck like went in and just like locked. he knocked that shit out and like 15 minutes. I Shaq's could tell a he crazy already, one, man. Yeah, yeah, I could tell he knew exactly what he wanted to say. Yeah, I really love that song, man. I feel like it's going to have like a second wind of energy. Pretty it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song's amazing. We got to get it on TikTok. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> word. For real. Yeah, that's a high energy song. It's all about the hooks. Right. And beat drops. That's 100% exactly. of yeah, the Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it's a, it's a huge beat drop on that shit. So. Huge. Yeah. There's a lot of cool shit coming too, though. There's a lot of fire new shit I got. So. For sure. So, yeah. how did you from hosting these uh hosting these shows where you grew up or went to college rather mm-hmm. um just starting to actually dj at what point did you start working with trav uh and i was already so trav would like send me music while i was in school because you know trav was still back in texas he was in school too so he would did you go he, to college yeah yeah Trav went to ut and he was there just like making beats like literally he's locked in you know mm-hmm. he's locked in his own right just doing fucking working on music literally every day. So he'd, like, make shit, put on SoundCloud or whatever, or just send me shit, and I would, like, play at house parties or, like, whatever the fuck. So it never was, like, <laughs> so really... funny. Yeah, because, you know, I've known him for so long. It wasn't, right. like, a musical relationship. It's right. Definitely it was, like, like, friendship. Yeah, it's, like, you know, our moms are, like, mad cool. It's, like, some real deep shit. So That's crazy. Yeah, so, uh, fucking... When it came time, to do, came time to do shows, it wasn't, like, a... Like, yo, like, am I your DJ? It was kind of like, yo, we got a show. Like, what are we going to do? Type right. of shit. Yeah, so it just kind of happened. And, um, yeah, towards the end of my college uh, career or whatever, my college tenure or whatever the fuck you want to call it, I uh, I ended up dropping out because, like, some money shit or whatever. Gotcha. And um, I had to move up to Jersey where my grandmother used to stay. And Trav used to come up, and we'd be, like, editing music videos in there and all type of shit whatever. And then, uh, yeah, it just kind of happened from there. Like, as soon as I dropped out, I feel like shit started going up musically, so. That's awesome. Out. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. definitely time for me to go, so I'm glad it worked out how it did. That's amazing. Yeah, and I think it's cool. Like, um, I think people knew kind of the scale mm-hmm. that it picked up afterwards. Most people yeah. don't think about, like, one of my favorite visuals is, like, this iceberg where, mm-hmm. like, the Titanic iceberg, where yeah. underneath the water is, like, all the work you did before. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And then above is, mm-hmm. like, the, the little juggling peak. or, like, yeah. the peak, you know? Or the little peak um, you get to see, yeah. But yeah, so I think the the documentary that just came out it was like mm-hmm. a really good visual. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tyler like killed it. No, he, he really, murdered that really shit. Really good visual of yeah, yeah. what kind of that was, but yeah. having been like the part of it, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, no, nah, it's 
And it's a lot more than that too. Like it, that, that probably was that was only like the last like th- two and a half years of footage. But the shit we used to have to go through in like 2013, the shit was not dope. So what kind of stuff? Man, just you know, it wasn't always like tour buses and of course and everybody around. You know, just be used to be just me and him like flying around just doing shows like the two of us and shit. So it was a lot more stressful, a lot less comfortable. You know, but I knew I always knew it was gonna get to this point, so I wasn't just tripping. I always knew. That's the best. Yeah, it was like, you know, you got to go through. I'd rather do it and, you know, like rather than us just like race to have like a year's worth of success and then just be mm-hmm. over, you know, like you got to Which go happens to a lot of the people. Right, especially nowadays, you know, because shit, like, like shit just goes viral and shit so fast. It's like you're not ready for it. So There's that expectation level yeah. of like you put out a hit. And right. It's like. The song's bigger than okay, you Okay, you're 15 years old. Yeah, <laughs> what the <laughs> Like, don't say anything stupid on Twitter. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is your new life now. Or even now, like, the version of that is don't have said anything stupid because they'll go back and look at your tweets from three years ago. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you got to throw these kids into like just being a celebrity. It's pretty, pretty crazy. What advice would you give for either younger DJs out there or younger artists to Mm -hmm. just make their move and do it in their own way? Uh, Just be be genuine and no gimmicks. yeah, yeah, right. I mean, like I said, if it's a, if it's not it's just because it's a gimmick to me, doesn't mean it's a gimmick to everybody. But yeah, just be genuine, man, and fucking uh, what was I about to say? Be uh, you gotta be stubborn for real. Mm. You know, like just just go with your move. You know what I'm saying? Like we're the 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 homie Big Tony, man. Like you really just gotta stick with your guns for as long as you think it's worth to take. You know, like if you say say you're like making a move or whatever and it doesn't work out for after like the past year and you want to change it up you know like maybe if you stuck with it for a little bit longer like you'll never know so my my whole thing has always been like to just stick with your shit you know i like that a lot and save your money that's a big thing too. that's a big one too if you could have dinner with three people living yeah. or dead who would you want to invite to your dinner muhammad ali um let's see Muhammad Ali, probably Jackie Robinson, and hmm. it's a tricky one. Yeah, Muhammad Ali, Jackie Robinson, and probably I don't know the third one. Definitely those two, though. I've always I've thought about that a couple of times actually. Definitely those two. For me, I'd probably put. As far as living, I would definitely put Obama on there, mm-hmm. 100%. LeBron would have yeah, to be on there. Word. And third one's tricky. Yeah. I don't want to exclude all these Word. goats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, yeah, there's so many and shit. <laughs> um, you know what would be cool? I don't know how well his English probably is, but Pele would be cool to talk to. That would be cool. That would be tight. Kind of these Pele. I don't think Pele's up on the wall. But he that dude's be. always been interesting to me, man. I don't know that much about him. Yeah. I just I just, just know how much of a legend he was. He's just a flashy ass, raw ass soccer player. Like he's just tight. He's do you like his own soccer. Drum. Look at Ben Cullen. Um <laughs> Yeah, dude. Not as much as I you know, like I said, like when I was locked in on FIFA and shit. Um, not as much as I used to, but I used to be a really, really big soccer fan. Just of like I didn't have like a team just because, you know, USA soccer is so bad and shit. So but, um, bad. Although shout out NYCFC as a playoff game. Right, man. yeah. I went to a couple of games last year. I, I went. I was like really cool with a couple of guys on uh, from from the organization, not the actual players, but just like okay, from cool. NYCFC. So uh, I went to a couple of games last year. I actually went to the game against the Atlanta. Was it Atlanta FC? Right. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and they ended up winning. They're not it very all. creative with their names. Yeah, yeah. It's just FC. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I went to the game against them last year, and Atlanta ended up winning it all. So at least they lost to them. It's always a better feeling knowing that you lost to the champion. Yeah. I'd like to see Zlatan play. And then LA Galaxy, yeah. that shit's fire. I feel like that's what's going to happen in the near future is just all like the older European players are just going to come here and just get money and just like destroy right. everyone. Like I know Wayne Rooney played for a little bit. Like if you're just beginning to exit the prime of your career, yeah. come here right away. Right, exactly. Like you will make the most money here. You'll right. dominate. You'll score you'll four dominate, goals yeah. a game. And it's good for our league too. It's, so it's definitely a win-win. You know, I want to see a lot of people like even – like uh, a lot of, like the German players, I think are getting to like that point where they should just yeah. come over and just play. I think like the thing about American sports, I think the NBA is like beginning to get on mm-hmm. this level. Although, you know, the China stuff doesn't help. You're right. Um, yeah, not at all. That's fucked up. You know, it's it's super interesting how big soccer is. Yeah, yeah. People right. don't. American people will never understand it. Never. Yeah. You take Messi and you put him in any city right. in the world. Right. Yeah. He's and a rock he's star. He's an A-list celebrity. Yeah, he's a rock star. You take, I mean, you could take the biggest football player in the world. You could right. take Odell. Mm-hmm. Not maybe not Odell because he's a Nike guy. Like they yeah. put him on billboards everywhere. But like Saquon, like or a Christian McCaffrey or something like that. Anybody like that, even yeah. like Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You know, like these guys. You put them in other countries, and they're, right. they're normal people. You're right. It's crazy. LeBron. I mean, there are only a handful of NBA guys that mm-hmm. aren't that. There are no NHL guys. Right. You could literally take Wayne Gretzky and put him in any country in the world. Word. I don't think he's a celebrity. <laughs> Not at all. You could put him in most play- city, most like restaurants in New York, and people won't realize. Yeah, that's crazy. Most yeah. baseball players too. Like I cannot think who. I mean, what ba- Mike? You could. I think you could stick Mike Trout literally anywhere in the world. Yeah, and nobody recognizes him. Bryce Harper, all those dudes. That's pretty insane. This fucking guy. <laughs> We've just been talking about our fantasy basketball team. I was thinking about making a trade proposal live on the show. To this guy? To you. Oh, okay. I've I've already I've already You've already <laughs> raped his pockets. <laughs> in retrospect so No, I wasn't a raping, but it was it was I don't know. In retrospect it so, might have been, but at the time <laughs> it was not intended to be. What, yesterday? What the fuck this with the league we drafted like three days ago. We did draft a couple days ago. Yeah. The West Coast is the worst coast for delaying our draft. Uh uh-uh. uh. But um but yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to mm-hmm. see how that all plays out. Yeah. You're confident in your team, though. I like my team. I don't make a lot of trades. I like to see shit like actually, because I like the satisfaction of knowing like I actually picked all these dudes, you know. But if I'm but losing, that can play to your own detriment. That's what because I'm saying. If you if you stick with those guys throughout the entire season, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and yeah. then only at the end of the season do you realize that you should have traded them, but their stock isn't what it was. Right. But last year it worked, so that's why I was like, I'm not making any moves. What, what did you finish last year? I got yeah, it was like third or fourth. I remember I lost to him in like the fucking. Damn. Semifinals or some shit. Streaming. Because of streaming, man. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think my team would be all right. I really like yeah, Siakam. And I want to see what Darius Garland's going to do. I'm excited to see him. I think he's going to develop to be one of my favorite players. You said you're into Tyler Hero out of the rookie class. Do mm-hmm. you believe the hype on Zion at all? Yeah, I do. Man, it's crazy that. So I was watching whatever show this morning and they were talking about how this six to eight week thing isn't necessarily so much of wa- of his actual knee. But it's just like conditioning him for the rest of his career. Like for the next six to eight weeks, he might just really just be losing weight, which is crazy. Like we've really never heard of anything like that before. It's like you're physically just too unique to play for for the league right now, which is crazy. So, um, but no, I think when he actually gets in rhythm and these injuries get out of the way, I think he's going to be a beast. Because like who's really getting in his way when it comes to like loose balls and like offensive rebounds? I think it's less about people getting in his way. I watched a a short video on YouTube about – 
just him in general and his body type and the way he walks. Like most yeah. people walk like two feet like that. Yeah. He walks like that. Some people walk like that. Yeah, he got a lot of. He's yeah. got a. Yeah. So in college and at the high school level, you can play like that, mm-hmm. and it's fine, you know, because you're so much more athletic. You're if you're Zion and you're playing against kids that look like me, you yeah. know, it's very different from playing against people that look like LeBron. Right. You know, so being able to do that at different levels is, is super key here. But right. like it's him playing the same way with, you know his feet facing and his legs facing inwards mm-hmm. on that or outwards, he's much more injury prone oh, at, the, at the higher level. So yeah. it's also about like conditioning him yeah. to have the proper footwork so that it doesn't, cause nobody's stopping him. Mm-hmm. Nobody's getting in his way. Right. Um, I actually had a conversation the other, uh, the other day about how much money it would make Zion Williamson if he dunked on LeBron. Oh, where and just the the, we, that one single play would just one go single crazy. Play. The number we came to uh, was $25 million. Oh, shit. I don't think that's ever going to happen, man. I don't think LeBron's even going to go for that. He's too smart. Yeah. LeBron he would wouldn't. see it coming. Yeah. Business, business exactly. executive yeah. mind that he has, duck out of the way. Right. And he's going up the court. Like, he's and already halfway up the court before Zion finishes the dunk. Right. Honestly, I think there's a lot of dudes that are thinking, like, obviously they don't have, like, the profiles of LeBron, but I think there's a lot of dudes that are thinking, like, if I see Zion, I'm not, that's not going to be me on the poster, you know? So I think a lot of dudes are just going to be like, let him have it. Like, why would you even do that? You're going to block Zion? Never. You, you know what's going to happen? I think, like, Jaron Allen is going to catch it I a lot. I was just going to say. He's going to catch a lot of posters. last bro. year. Yeah. I think. Which was pretty, it was bold. Which is bold. That's what I'm saying. Very he bold. might get dunked on by Zion, like, 14 times. But at, once, he's going to get. At the end of the day. And, like, you, break his wrist right. in half. Well, yeah. that would be unfortunate. We're right. hoping not for that. Not for that. Um, but it, you have to respect a guy mm-hmm. that will go up and try to block LeBron. Right. I think he gained 50,000 Instagram followers when that happened. Jared Allen did? Jared Allen. Yeah, that's tight, man. It's so funny yeah. how these like metrics work in correlation to real world yeah, yeah. events. That's like on 2K, like when you do like a highlight play and like the little <laughs> shit goes to the crowd and it's like plus <laughs> 2,000. Like, that's real shit. I'm sure they consulted super somebody. Super real. Yeah, I'm sure. It's super interesting. Yeah. So you have the Houston Rockets against the Philadelphia 76ers this year. The Houston yeah. Rockets winning. Yep. In seven. In seven. Yeah. Who do you think they play in the Western Conference Finals? Clippers or Lakers? Clippers. Clippers. After last night, you're are you locked in on that or did you think that beforehand? You know what? I think the Lakers aren't done making moves yet, so we'll see. Who else are they going to go out and get? Them? I just, hey, it's the Lakers, man. I don't, I don't, I can't even answer that. But it's the Lakers. We all thought this AD shit was going to happen like three years from now, and look where the fuck he is. He's on the Tim team. So, who, what fashion brands nowadays mm-hmm. are you either most interested in, interested in like seeing their progression, or do mm-hmm. you rock most frequently and like supporting? Uh, this shit a lot. I wear a cactus plant flea market a lot. Um, I wear. I'm always look for like a lot of old Stussy. That's cool. Yeah, I'm always like looking for old sushi shit. Um, Where do you find the majority of your stuff? Uh, just like like flea market type of shit, like yeah. like the round twos of the world, fucking even just like online and grilled. No, I do all grilled that. grilled is yeah. my favorite. All that shit, you know, StockX sells like brand new shit now, so um, you can get a lot of shit there. I like Noah a lot, the brand Noah. I like them a lot too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. And I'm still just a big Supreme guy. Like I don't give okay. a fuck. Like I don't. That shit's always gonna be cool to me. I love Supreme. I love everything that fucking do. So why do you think some people don't find Supreme cool? Because other people how it faded. Because one person said Supreme wasn't cool, and then it was cool to say that Supreme wasn't cool. But I fucking love Supreme. I feel like, like especially when it comes to like being like a hype beast, it's like, am I hype for wearing a brand that's been around since 1993, or are you hype for wearing a brand that you found out about last week? Mm-hmm. 
because I think they're like over the past couple of years, this is just totally unnecessary negative connotation yeah. towards like the Supremes and the Bapes and yeah. like all these old legendary mm -hmm. brands. Yeah. I think some of it also stems from, you know, where it like originated what it is now, like it was yeah. a skateboard brand. Right, and right. now it's like 100,000 t-shirts exactly. produced yeah, yeah. per t-shirt of fruit. But they're still just so good at it. Like even like they're the so collabs, good at it. like they're still putting out shit like shot ATs and like shit that no one else can do. It's like you can't hate on that. Like it's not like they're just putting together like random ass like graphic tees with bullshit on them. Like they're really doing. That's kind of what Babe huge, does. Yeah, like Babe, Babe is is different. Like I wear old Babe, but when it comes to new yeah. Babe, like even Nigo said it himself. I'm sure it's, that's probably to do because he doesn't fucking own this shit anymore. But it's just like <laughs> like these designs are old. He literally he's like these designs are old. He's like right. I don't get why y'all are still wearing this shit. So yeah, I like those old shoes. I was looking at Grailed recently. Yeah, of course. The yeah, problem yeah. with those Bapesters are it's all cracked. All yeah, over yeah. that's a lot. Shoes. That's the problem with a lot of old shoes. It's just that's just gonna happen. So yeah, hopefully they don't just bust while you're like in public or something. But you know, I always love Supreme though. Always. You just said you got a you got a tattoo last night. Yeah, I did. How it did took, it go? It was amazing. It took like two and a half hours though. It took a lot longer than I thought it would. But uh, it definitely got me back in the swing of getting tattoos. So I'll probably get another one like this weekend. How old were you when you got your first tattoo? I was old. I was like, well, old compared to most people. I was like 22. <laughs> old. Aging. <laughs> yeah. He's you know, most kids are like, yeah, I got this bullshit on my fucking back when I was 16. I didn't get anything like that. My mom would have beat my ass. Yeah, it's funny. I've joked a couple of times about getting tattoos, Word. but it's always like, like the way the way it was told to me through like family friends whenever I like I joked about it or whatever. Yeah. Probably wouldn't look the best on me first and foremost, but or, second, yeah. Um, if you have an idea and a year later you still like it, yeah, like cool, then go ahead, yeah. So, with me, I'm just like a I have like an obsessive like mindset. Like, when I do something, it's like, like I said, like I just like lock in, I just like get addicted to it, whatever. So, I didn't think it was gonna be like, I didn't think it was gonna turn into like hands and fingers and shit, but once I started, I was like, I might as well just go for it now, you know. Like, I don't think I give off that vibe of just like being a fucking like. You know what I'm saying? Like some terroristic type of fucking crazy dude. You know, I feel like it's like, oh, like he has tattoos on his hands. Like, well, you, especially because you're a he's DJ a chill, and nice guy. In music. Yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> but I feel like some people have that, like, yo, like this nigga might kill me. He got so many tattoos. You think so? I'm just, some people, of course, have that. Like, you know, you see some people walking down the street, they got a little too many tattoos, you're gonna be like, yo, this nigga's dangerous. But I feel like me, you know, I'll be chilling. Is that a lion on your hand? It is, yeah. I'm not like a lead. I just, you know, my mom was like, you should get, she's like super biblical. Okay. So it's supposed to be, you know, like the Lion of Judah. It's like, you know, I try to keep things like somewhat sentimental. The shit I got last night, though, is not. I just wanted to get a tattoo. What'd you get? It's like the skeleton of a T-Rex. Maybe I was like subconsciously excited about Pascal Siakam being on my team. Perhaps. And I got a, a dinosaur tattooed on my You got a tattoo in his honor. <laughs> Thank you for giving me 79 points, bro. I got it tattooed <laughs> on my fucking leg. I was tight. From one night in a full season long fantasy league. Maybe I'll get a tattoo for everyone on my roster this year. Every single person that scores above 78 fantasy yeah. points gets a tattoo. Yeah, 70 is the limit. So if you're on my fantasy team and you drop, give me more than 70 fantasy points, I'll <laughs> get a tattoo and respect for you, bro. So I like that. Do you have a tattoo that's most significant? Most significant is... Uh, probably my fingers. My fingers are when I was born and then when my parents were born. My, both my parents were born in the same year in 1960. Not to make them sound old, but. <laughs> and then I got my granddad's name on my fingers, too. That's so. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Rockwood. I think Rockwood's the coolest name ever. That's his first name. That's sick. Rockwood Benjamin. It's like, yo, it's the fire's name. So I had to get it tatted. And he's my last grandparent, so. That's awesome. He's that would kicking. be a crazy rap name. Rockwood Benjamin? Yo, tell me about it. 
That nigga is tight. <laughs> that nigga is super tight. Did you get any of the uh, the music interest from anyone in your family? Um, my dad used to always play like cool shit. Everyone in my family has good ears. That's what I I noticed that later in my life that mm. I feel like I probably like took it for granted. Like everyone should be listening to this. Um, when I was younger. But uh, my brother, was, he put me on so much music that I didn't realize that everyone else wasn't listening to. Like, I used to think that music was like kind of like a mandatory thing. You know, it was like, all right. Right. Like when my brother put me on a shit, I was like, oh, this is what everybody's listening to. When it, you have an it, older brother? Yeah, yeah. When in actuality, like it's not. It's like he's putting me on to some shit that no one else is listening to. But I just thought that everyone was, you know. So he was like really big on like shit with good beats. Like he was always like into like timbaland and like beat club shit and all of that like he was like he was always putting me on some shit with like some fire ass beat and my dad was super big on like 80s rap and like dj cool and biz marquee and all them type of niggas and my mom was like really big into like more like the jazzy dudes like al Jarreau and like shit like that so i kind of always had like a big ass musical you know fucking palette and uh, i didn't realize until like i got older i was like oh that's why i like all this weird shit it's because of them you know so do you ever take some of that stuff that you grew up listening to and try to see how you can slide it into some of the stuff? Yeah, my mom. Yo, my mom takes me shit. I, she thinks I should sample all the time. Really? Yeah, it's fire. I haven't Little even producer. You know, <laughs> seriously. Vibes. She's like, yo. She be like, I'm trying to. She always be like, yo. I'm trying to tell you, like, this is it. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> She's saying this is the one. Word all the time. Is She's she like, ever yo. right? Uh, for sure, definitely, definitely. She'll be. There's some times where has she my got dad too. Producer credits on anything? Uh, not yet. She will though. She has to. There you go. Yeah, she has to. She puts me on to a, a lot of a lot of shit. My dad is the, like the super hip one. He puts me on yeah. the, like shit that dropped yesterday. He's mm. like, you ain't heard this shit yet, nigga. Like this shit hard. I'm like, bro, get your ass off of the fucking complex and go to work, man. The fuck. That's hilarious. Or, Do you? Last question here. Do you like social media? Uh, yeah, I like it. I'm not the best at it. I'm not the most like enthusiastic about it, but I like it though. I think it's tight because I'm not the most. Like, when you see me, I'm not the one that's, like, all in everybody's face. Like, I'm not, like, the most social, like, in person. I'm just, I don't know. God didn't make me that way. I'm, like, just not the bubbliest guy. So social media gives everybody a kind of opportunity to just kind of show themselves. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of shit that I would post on social media and just be like, yo, like, for everyone wondering, like, it's right here. Like, I don't have to, like, go and just fucking, you know, like, parade around. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um yeah, no, I like it a lot, though. I just, and obviously I'm checking this shit, like, every fucking minute. I'd be an idiot to be like, nah, fuck Instagram when I'm, like, <laughs> constantly refreshing. You know, it's, it's very necessary. Appreciate the it, honesty. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it, it's fucked up a lot of shit when it comes to, like, people and, like, communication and shit. But it's also yeah. brought a lot of people together that would never have. So. I agree. Social media is tight, man. Yeah. I These think fucking little phones are works of art. Ridiculous. I think yeah. one of the scariest things, though, in the world is I don't know if you've ever done it, but you look at your screen time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not. I, I have it so it tells me like every week. If I was a director, my, if I was a movie director, mm-hmm. I would make a horror movie on screen yeah. time. That's like some Black Mirror shit. IPhones. That's some Black Mirror shit for real. Black Mirror is a great show. That's my that's my shit, man. Some Twilight Zone type of shit. Last last question. Yeah. Three recommendations about anything for people listening: restaurants they should go to, video games they should play, man. teams they should support. What mute songs they should listen to apart from Mayday and your right. own? Uh, shit, yeah, definitely listen to Mayday, dude. That's a fucking big tune. Um, you should eat at. Where should you eat at? Where have I been? Eating? Give somebody, give somewhere in Houston. Yeah, you should eat Torchy's Tacos. You should definitely do that. I feel like people kind of know that though. Um, well, yeah, 
You should eat that. You should, uh, let's see. You should ride your bike more if, you, if you're if you able. Great tip. Definitely go ride your bike more. Be outside. And you should, I'm going to say something you should watch. You should watch, you know what? There's this new interesting thing on um on Netflix called The Ghosts of Sugarland. And I'm from Sugarland. That's like my actual, like, on my ID and shit. And I guess it's about this dude that accidentally joined ISIS. Like, it's totally on accident. Yeah. He, it's a true story? It's a true story, yeah. It's like, he's, he's, like, getting interviewed, like, in, like, front of the, the fucking grocery store that I used to walk to every day. And he went overseas to be, like, a kindergarten teacher, like, to teach kids over, like, abroad or whatever. And he accidentally ended up joining ISIS. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy story. Whoa. So, yeah, all y'all niggas should watch that shit. <laughs> it's pretty fucking crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, find him at, o- at OG Chase B, right? That's a big That's fact. The one. On, like, everything. So don't think I'm like, yeah, just type that in. On everything. Chase SoundCloud, B on. Twitter, Instagram, all that shit. Catch him. And send him a DM of what your favorite thing you picked up from this podcast was. Yeah, and send me a DM asking for shoes. I just love that. <laughs> send me a DM asking for any pair of shoes you want. Don't do that. <laughs> My man. Appreciate it, bud. Appreciate you coming on. This is fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next time. Peace.